it's you know about 10 15 minute walk to get to the hills where the caledon said that they'd be waiting for you as they did not want to get too close to the the entrance of the cave of the cyclops is there anything you guys would like to do or discuss now is the time so i think we're headed to doonshire now halbar <laughs> halbar you are a bear in size so I are you uh, for, the, for the slip really no no oh Mm. Poppy's Poppy's gonna get bring her. We're good. Okay. Well, let's go give this club to these people. See if they have any more of that juice that they gave us earlier today. And uh, yeah. maybe we, we can uh, maybe we can celebrate with one of them giant. I point to the herd running out, you know, amongst the fields. One of those that you know, I'd like a big side of beef like that, and have a nice dinner. And we can head out first thing in the morning. That sounds like a good idea. We have uh, the club. Uh, I think we still have the giant shovel that you can use as a lance. And then, um, didn't one of you take out their eyes? Uh, yeah. I, uh, in my frenzy, I think I accidentally ate it. You, okay. I, ate I thought, it? I thought we'd show it as proof, but that's disgusting. Uh, I have the club here. Mm. Now that you remind me, that feels so hot. Sorry, sorry, Cor. He's not usually like. Ate, ate the eye. Okay. Apparently. I mean, isn't that isn't that what you guys do amongst your people? Like you know you. Mm-mm. Nope. Take care don't, of a. Don't eat the eye. Uh, a strong foe, and then you, like, eat their one like main attribute, and then you like gathered a spirit in you hold on i've got several several responses one what do you mean by you people two the main attribute of the cyclops was its single eye and not its like impressive strength or or stature oh yeah i would agree with that single eye cyclops it's right there in the name well maybe maybe defining feature of its name and i guess i guess you're right i mean I feel even more perceptive now than I was when we got in here. I mean, if there's a if there's an actual difference in your ability to perceive, we that's that would be good to know. I guess we can test that later. Halbar, make me a Constitution saving throw. Oh no! As you're talking about this and remembering in your frenzy, consuming this large, large eye raw, you feel it come up a little bit, but you're able. You, you burp, and you can feel it kind of almost coming up, but you're able to push it down as you're having this conversation. Smells even better the second time. Oh, let's get moving. Oh, Jesus. About this time, you guys make your way back to the hill where the Caledon tribesmen and women are waiting for you. Uh, I kind of just motion towards a large club. It was like slung over the shoulder of Halbar. And Fenswick, the one that's been communicating with you in kind of broken gnomish. You slay large one-eyes? Yep, there did. Mm. See the club? I'll throw the club on the ground. It's really heavy. Oh, tell him we rescued Core uh, over there, too. So that should be further proof. That was, uh, you can just refer to him as Midnight Snack, maybe? Snack who walks. Snack who walks does not look tasty to us. 
The large one eyes have been slain. And then they all let out a roar and put up their weapons. You have proven yourself mighty warriors and friends to the Caledon. We take you now to your destination, yes? What what time of day is it? About midday. Sure. Mm. Daylight's daylight's wasted. You follow us. We take you through secret paths. Safest, quickest. Oh, that's nice. Alright. I'm uh I'm not feeling so I got a little bit of a queasy stomach, so we could take it easy. I don't wanna get into any fights out here, so just to be sure. Right, you could just throw up the eye. That would definitely intimidate anything. It would intimidate me. Yeah, especially if it's still intact. If it, Large if... friend there. Looks like he had mighty battle with one ice. He, he whistles, and then four more skins are thrown towards you guys. Nice. So four regular healing potions. I look over at, at Penthwick, and I'm like, well, maybe one to Core and three to our burpee gentleman here. Yeah, I'm good. Come, follow Calido. And they lead you on a journey through the rest of the rusted hills throughout the rest of the day without further incident as they are experts in their own lands. Nice. So, Core, you can take a benefit of one healing potion as well. One regular healing potion. Benswick, roll me a d20, please. Ask your little friends, Fentwick, if they can uh, find us a nice, quiet place to rest for the night, or at least a place to... You know, what They know this place better than I, us. Well, let's see how far we get first. All right. Yeah, we might we might get all the way there, and maybe we could rest just outside where we need to get to. I think that's unlikely. It's, we're still quite a distance. But you guys get to about here on the map before the sun starts to set and dusk approaches and here Caledon lands and you cross the White River to get to Sacred Wood. Caledon yes. would be honored to camp with mighty warriors such as you for the night or we can oh. be on our way. No. We leave it up to you. More the merrier. Yeah. And he lets out a whistle and some immediately a hunting party peels off and they start setting up a camp. Good stuff. I look. I look at Fenthwick. I assume then it would be rude to use the uh, the dome that you make. Probably unnecessary, given they're all here with us. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys can use the dome. We're getting pretty close to the north, and you can just smell the fresh air off the tundra. I'm almost home, or at least it feels like I'm almost home. I point across past those White Dagger Mountains there. And you keep going north for miles upon miles until you come to the next ridge. We'll get there someday. I mean, we're going there, aren't we? I thought we were well, headed more to the... The west? The, north and the west. west? The northwest? And eventually, the hunting party comes back with not a boar, as they weren't tracking the herd, and they're a little bit on the outskirts, but enough too far north. wild game, a few hares, a couple wild fowl enough for the entire group if i saw them going to hunt i probably would have asked to come with and even though i don't understand them i feel like my my insight's so high like that i'd be able to just like kind of pantomime and and go with them because of my my feet uh i think i would be able to help them like i don't know if there's any like 
roots or berries or anything that's harvestable, but that's what I would be going for while they hunt an animal. And does your feet only apply to f- your favorite terrain, or is it everything? Yeah, it's natural explorer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you're right. I picked forest. So we're, like, in the hills? Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Well, then. You can give me a... So I keep wanting to say nature check, because... But that's... I've... That's, uh... Yeah, intelligence much. Well, I mean, survival's more about, like, hunting game. Yeah, give me a survival. Game. Give me yeah, a survival track. Following tracks, hunting game, guiding your group to frozen wastelands. This would be more for lands. looking for edible yeah. plants that you would know that aren't going to, you know, give you the same problem Halbar's having. Here we go. First roll. 12. You don't come back with a bountiful amount. Um, mm-hmm. It probably won't be enough for everybody to have some, but you come back with enough. Throw, throw it in the bowl if they're making like a stew or something. Most so most of the meats are just kind of fire roasted, but if you wanted to make a stew, they mm. could do that nice. as well. And then eventually they start making camp, and after the, the the meats are roasted, and start passing them around, and they pass around larger now water skins. And they as they come around to you, do you guys drink or? I will definitely try to wash down the whatever's. I let everyone else drink first. It's a pretty strong alcohol. Not so much a distilled alcohol, right? It's just a very strong kind of beer made from who knows what roots, grains, and whatever they can forage from the hills here. It's not bad. And it definitely washes away whatever aftertaste you might have from raw eyeball, however. Especially with after you get a few meat bites of uh bites of wild hair. Yeah, in this meantime you guys can do a short rest if you want. And, you know, they're kind of, generally, they're just kind of, you know, making general wilderness camp, telling tales, making merry. You see a few of them laughing, and they start, some of them start, like, you know, arm wrestling. But is there anything else you guys would like to do? I would probably pull Benthwick aside and see if I can get the main person who he's been talking to and see if they can translate for me to be able to say, you know, learn more about when the druids came through, how many were there, what different or oddities did they see, what kind of, what stuck out to them when they passed by, if anybody saw them, etc. Okay, yeah, you can definitely pull Benswick aside. Yeah, I'll, I'll relay those questions. Pointy-eared ones usually stay in forest or high on mountain peaks. Usually... They protect this land, but Caledon, smart. We know the ways of nature. When these ones come through, we know they are different. They came hmm, five moons ago from their forest through Caledon land, cross White River. They seemed dark, twisted. I did not personally get too close. Others got closer, but they say their eyes were like they have not slept for many cycles. Their skin dry and cracked, led by one as white as the river or the Dagger Mountains to the north. I'm not hearing this, but it does bring up an interesting question. The river to the north of us, is that like a flowing river or is it frozen? Be able to see it. Oh, we're not close enough? Okay, I thought we were like on the bank. No, you're at the foot of the hills here. Oh, and we can like, like see it in the distance? Like, yeah, I see it in the distance. Cool, cool. Thank you. Sorry about that. Nothing else out of the ordinary. No riding on the back of giant elephants or anything crazy like that. 
They walk on feet, like you and Caledon. Pierced like rotted trees, yes? Hard to explain. All right, thank you. Now seems good time to give you other part of Pact for slaying large one-eyes. I do not think you want to hear the full tale of Urgus Borider, father of the Caledon, but I'll tell you what is important to your journey. The fair princess came victorious across White Dagger Mountain from the north and ice. To the hills of the Caledon they came. There they met with Urgos Borider atop his mighty steed, Yofer. He looked upon them and judged their honor pure. Urgus agreed to escort the four through rolling hills upon safest secret path. Across the white river up to the edge of sacred wood, there they leapt where offering maidens stood. This is a part of a tale told through many generations of Caledon. You must leap from offering maiden to sentinel forest for quickest path. I'm sorry, you say leap? That is what tales say. Caledon, not sure what these words mean now, as no one has crossed the White River for many generations. This sacred, holy place. So, so where is this place? We have taken you along safest secret paths, following the old tales of Urgus Borider and the four fair ones. They cross White River from here, and there, as Tail said, leapt to Sacred Wood. Okay. The meats grow cold, and he he goes back to the rest of the camp. So, Halbar, I haven't the slightest clue what he just told us. Something weird about an offering maiden and meeting to make a leap was not very clear. Like we jump across the river? That wasn't very clear. Would uh, the offering maiden at least be something that Kor has heard of before? But or no, he he really hasn't left the monastery that much. Maybe, but you're not there with them yet. You guys are on your own right now, kind of away from the camp. Did he say we have to jump across the river, or just says that we have to leap where the offering maiden stood? Ask him to point to where that might have been. Is it over there? Is it back of the way we came? Is it we get close to the river and we jump over it? You know, maybe it's like right over on the right up the top of this hill. Yeah, I'll catch up with him. Ask him that. Where is the offering maiden exactly? Didn't quite get that bit. He points across the river, edge on of the sacred, other side of the river, edge of sacred wood. There you must leap. What does this offering maiden look like? Like, what is? Is it a thing? Is it a place? Is it a? Are you taking? Are they taking us there? Doesn't sound like it. So, the Offering Maiden, how will we recognize her, it? Hales do not say. They just say, leap where Offering Maiden stood. Apparently, that's the safest, safest spot to enter Sacred Wood. Okay. I'm guessing this will become more clear as we get over there. Well, if it doesn't, I mean, we're just going to walk right in. I'm really not sure what it... <laughs> True. I guess we'll find out. Is there like some secret word, like some magic word you guys have to use? If so, he failed. He failed to mention it. All right. Uh, you smell that? Let's grab some after dinner snacks and some IPA. Thank you. Fentwicka, weird look. My tribesmen said it was good, but I don't think it was that good. You guys rejoin the group. We hit that long rest button and switch to the next day. 
I do my dance. You describe it, please, as uh, you have a new member. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. All right, so, Beladin, he carries this this staff that is, seems like a normal staff, but at the top there's these, like, kind of tendriling limbs, short limbs, like very thin limbs. If you looked at it from, it, it might look like a, a strangely shaped tree from a, from a distance if you saw it, but in his hand it looks like, uh, like the wood's still alive. And um, as he gets up, he starts performing this um, this kind of moving dance. And the the visual kind of movement that you you see around him when he casts magic, the the air starts to thicken. And as as it does, it, it moves with his movements with the staff and and and, and his flowing movements and his dance. And as as he like swings around and moves. The, uh, the encompassing distance of that kind of visual thickening of the air spreads among the group, including yourself. And as he does that, it's him using a ritual to cast uh, water breathing. Uh, and he does this every night before the group goes to sleep. And uh, like as he, as he finishes the ritual casting, you can kind of feel the way when um, it's super early and the, the air is thick with moisture, like in fog. You kind of walk into it. You can feel the moisture kind of touch your face. It, it's that sensation. And you can kind of feel it go down. And there's that. there might be that instance where you're like, oh, crap, I don't want to breathe this in. I don't know what this is. But as it does, you feel like the magic affect you in a way that Billadin would explain. Probably before or after, he would have said that he was going to cast a ritual magic that would benefit the group. It is ten willing creatures, so uh, it's up to you if you if you trust us or not. If you want to uh, let the magic affect you, but uh, but yeah, he cast uh, water breathing on the group. Core would probably not be very happy in the very beginning if you didn't explain first. But looking at the looking over at Hal, if he's not panicking, then uh, we'll accept it. How many are there? Is four? And... I if you're including Archie. Yeah, of course, of course. So five. So I just do five random dudes that are near the group <laughs> as well. That That's all I really need to do before bed. Anybody else? Are you guys setting your own watches or are you leaving that to the Caledon? Well, we did so fabulously last time. I'm going to leave it to them. I'm going to suggest as subtly as possible that we should camp near to the center so that the Caledon are surrounding our group so that way if we are attacked they will die first and we'll be surrounded by our attackers i mean we would have been anyway but at least we won't be uh, we won't uh we won't be uh, waking up with sharp things in us question dm as the night draws to a close is there any mist on the ground <laughs> just kidding uh yeah you guys wake up with no items uh i'm gonna Dark forest uh, but Fenthwick and his paranoia kind of rubbed off on me. So before I lay down, I start kind of stabbing into the the dirt, the frosty dirt, to make sure there's no uh, nothing underneath us, even though we're not doing the dome. Core, your companions have some strange nightly rituals. As you watch this young but elderly-looking human, did we describe that? The fact that I look, my hair look, makes me look like I'm super old. Like, I, Halbar and I look almost identical, but I have, like, super white hair like I'm an old man. You see this youngish, elderly ma- human male that you've been co- traveling with for half a day now perform this strange dance. 
and then suddenly you feel this magic infuse your lungs. And then almost immediately after, as you guys are preparing to bed, uh, you know, make your beds, he's Fenswit and him just start stabbing the ground with their staff and daggers very thoroughly everywhere around where they're sleeping. Yeah. It's quite odd. Yeah, I will subtly inch my way closer to Hal's side of the camp <laughs> and uh, go ahead and set myself up leaning against my uh, leaning against my pack so that I'm sitting up in my meditative sta- trance. The night grows late. You feel the weariness of the battle, the journey, kind of start hitting you. You guys are full. Most of you with good meats and root stews and some berries. A strong beer. One of you with all that, plus a little bit extra. After four hours of meditation core, you gain a long rest. Do you continue meditating, or would you like to do anything? Um, actually, uh, around that time, Core would probably get up and walk just to the edge of camp mm-hmm. and start. Um, when he wakes up in the morning, he performs a kata, just because his meditation doesn't allow him to truly center himself fully. So okay. uh, you see him just slowly running through moves, and as he does, you, if you're looking closely, you'll see wisps of... Uh, but uh, he'll do that for about an hour and then rejoin the party. Okay. So yeah, it's it's probably like 3 or 4 a.m. for you. You see the sentinels that the, the Caledon have posted around camp. There's like two on each direction almost with like another two making rounds and then they switch off. So the, they're, they're pretty thorough with uh, their watches. They kind of look at you oddly, but give a nod back and don't don't bother you. And it'll be another couple hours before your your companions awake. So can I sit back down and stare at them for the next three hours? The three of you awaken. You guys get a long rest. Nice. At dawn, morning light. With your new companion already up, staring at you. Are you uh are you planning? What are you planning? Planet's on, right? Isn't that what we do? Core will pick up a stick and start tentatively stabbing the ground. Uh, walk, shake my head and walk away. That's like, are they going to take us or like point the way or follow the... I think that they, they've taken us about as far as they're going to take us was the impression I got. Do we follow the river north until we come to the Lone Oak and we turn to the west? Something like that. Something like that. And Fenswick, he remember that he pointed, he said pretty much you crossed the river there. Like, he's like, we took you on the exact path that our ancestors have told us. And then you crossed the river. Yeah, I guess we just go back to that point, place where he took us yesterday. All right. In the chilly morning air, rays of the sun, you guys make your way towards the White Blood River, where this Caledon warrior had pointed you towards. And as you get closer, you see, well, it's not quite as wide as the Helduin River outside of Doonshire. It's probably just as wide uh, of its point near Sugod and up to the crossing of the roads where the bridge is. And you can, as you get closer, Belladin, first you can hear it, the rushing torrent of water. And as you guys get closer, you can see that this is not a calm, gentle river. This is a rushing rapid with white foam appearing over most of it. And you get the idea, Fenswick, of why they call it the White Blood River. 
about how far across is the river? More than 100 feet? Less than 100 feet? Oh, definitely more than 100 feet. It's probably around like 500 feet across. And as you guys get closer to it, you can see that's like what he might have meant by having to leap. As the other side, on the other side of this river, there is a sheer cliff running along the complete other side. So so we're facing a cliff wall. So like in front of us on the other side of the river is like a steep cliff that we have to look up at to see the top or? Yes, you would have to, uh, once you uh, cross the river, you then have to climb up. There's no bank on the other side. It goes straight into sheer cliff. Well, Benthwick uh, told me that we're supposed to jump from something over to the, some lady we're supposed to jump off. That's pretty much it, right, Benthwick? That is super confusing. Guess Cork looks yeah. around for a large lady. Give me a perception check, Cork. Of course, he's nothing. I mean, Halbar's hair is kind of long, and he's pretty big. You're not sure if he's not a lady. All right. So what? All right. I, I Fenthwick. Yeah, ha- I got ha- nothing. Yeah, Hal told us we're looking for a a lady. Yeah, something like that. That was what they said. All right. Is I will I will look around for what were Fenthwick, the exact make words? Me, Fenthwick, make me an intelligence check, or the exact words I put in chat. So. Yeah, I wasn't there, so I can't just say I'm looking for an offering maiden because. So, Fenzo, give me an intelligence check. Just straight intelligence? Mm hmm. Not one of my better roles. I mean, you remember the words well, but you're trying to figure out how they apply here. You have a good enough memory where you'd be able to tell the words exactly to the party. So, Uh whoever wants to look at the chat, that's what the Caledon Warrior said. Okay, so could I look around for offering maiden, whatever that might mean, just uh, across the river white, up this, up to the edge of the sacred wood, where they leapt, there they leapt, where offering maiden stood. So I guess I'll look at the cliff and up it, see if I see something like that. Give me a perception check. Yes, sir. Remember, this is... The river's 500 feet across, and you're looking, you know, yep. 300 feet up, so... Oh, uh, there we go. 25. You're able to see pretty well across the river. You see the kind of mossy stones that make up this sheer cliff. And you look up to the edge, and it's really hard to see past the edge with how, how high it is. You don't see anything that might resemble an offering maiden. Belladon, give me an insight check. Yes, sir. As you hear these words. 24. As you're listening to this and you've heard tales told by tribesmen before, especially among your own people, this is a very linear telling of this journey. So they took them through the sacred secret paths and then across the White River, River White, Oh, and so, to the edge of the sacred wood. Okay, there so they left where offering maiden stood. Okay, so that's something that we need to look for after we get to the the forest, or maybe even inside the forest. Okay, so that's that's something for later. Belladin sits down and well, he doesn't physically sit, but he just kind of stands there and thinking about the story as as Fenthwick relates it to him. That it's something that we should keep an eye out for after we get to the forest. So what they expect us to climb that. I have the ability to go... Hmm, how far did we go last time? How? I think it was 500 feet. He points up 
points up to the the cliff's edge, and he says, "That's about." We can make it there, five hundred feet. Uh, oh, that's about. I mean, from here to the cliff, I think that's about five hundred feet. And if if my estimation is right about that cliff face, that might be around. Should be exactly five hundred feet. Yeah, about three hundred feet on the cliff face. So, the distance from here to the edge of that cliff, just the point of it, not even like safe distance on the, after the edge of it, is going to be well over five hundred feet. So, because we have to go up. So, but it's a straight line. So it's the same. So I said the river is about five hundred feet. You're not sure if it's exactly five hundred feet. Oh, okay, 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 okay. Could be yeah, five. Ten feet could be five hundred and twenty feet. Some places, so could be four hundred twenty feet. Poppy gave us that like wand. I can't use it. That's supposed to like find us a path. Does that thing work? Yeah, unfortunately, you know, I was looking at that. It it uh, it. You have to know the place you're going for it to work. We know we know the we're going to the forest, right? You have to be familiar a, with the location. Yeah, it says most direct physical route to a specific fixed location you are familiar with. Well, that's kind of... None of us have ever been to this location. No. It's more like a, oh. how the hell do I get home? <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's a... Okay. I mean, if it helps at all, I can get us closer to the wall. Well, can't you just fly uh, and turn into a bird? And then... No, I, I'm afraid I can't do that. I mean, um, pops here. I can, I can, I can fly and turn into a bird. I suppose I could become like a large eagle and carry each of you to the cliff, and then it shouldn't take that long. It's only, it's only five hundred something feet. I mean, last time when we jumped into that hole, Benthwick was able to make us like levitate up and down. So maybe you just I uh, make them light. Tie a rope to your leg and. That's a very interesting idea. I think the only person I'd have a problem with is you, because of how heavy you are. I look over at, at Core. You look pretty skinny, and I look down at Fenthwick. You you wouldn't be a problem. So, I guess we could do that. To 490 pounds with all my gear. Yeah, I don't think I'd be able to carry you wow. in that in that uh, in that shape. You're way too heavy for me to be able to carry as a. But Fenthwick made me light before. He made me like. Lift up into the air when we jumped in that hole. So I can I can levitate him. How long does that sustain for? Ten minutes. Oh, you could. Uh, I guess I could carry you in a claw, and then um, we could tie a rope around Hal, and then tie the other rope to my other claw, and then I can just pull you guys over and drop you off, and then come back for you, Core. What do you think? Oh, sorry. I just kind of look at him a little stupidly and nod, like, okay, yeah, I kind of just think you were druid, but... Yeah. I mean, we're just talking in silver, no big deal. Let me pull up... Let me pull up giant eagle sticks. Well, that's, you know, sort of an... I guess it's a DM column levitate. It doesn't say they stop weighing something. It just says they can be moved around. Hmm. Oh, interesting. I suppose how how much can you move him every six seconds? Uh, twenty feet. Okay. Twenty up or down every six seconds. Well, I mean, you can't do diagonal. You're not gonna let him do diagonal. It'd be up or down. So we've got to step it. Yeah, yeah, it's, like, it's like up or there's... down. Levitate is very specific. It's only oh, up it's or down. Very specific. Okay, cool. Yeah. So we would have to stair step it. 
You two dimension door at the bottom of the cliff and then levitate up. Or if he could just get to the edge of the cliff. Well, I mean, I can do another dance and give us all water walking. I don't have a lot of experience with doing that over moving water. So I would imagine that wherever we would step on, whatever the speed of the current, we would start moving in that direction. Even though we're standing on the water, we should be able to still stand, but we are now on a moving surface. So wherever we want to get to the wall at, we're going to have to, and I point down the river, like move in that direction a certain amount to make sure that you know, we're compensating for the movement of the river. Are you sure you can't carry me? I thought you carried me before. But if you can't, I have this potion here that'll just make you stronger. So if you turn into bird, I can pour it down your gullet and you'll be really strong. Strong stronger than Berg was. Well, see, if 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 we do if we do the other thing, then we just all go across and then I I carry you up as the bird because water walking is not i don't have to concentrate on that either so i can just become the bird give me a wisdom check Belladin. 17. you're not super familiar with water walking but you think you're not 100 percent sure but you think that it gives the ability to walk across it like it's a solid surface okay okay so we may not have to worry about the movement then then um, I will, after much uh, consideration and thinking, Belron will say, if I do the ritual, um, we should be able to just walk across. I don't even think the current will move us like I originally uh, guessed. Um, but with that in mind, we might be able to just climb, or if climbing is a problem, um, I can I can ferry you guys up. And Fento could just make us levitate like he did before and go all the way to the top. Oh, that's top. true. But there's, but there's no place to stand over there, right? That's that's why that's why I think me uh, so into a bird would be standing on the water with your yeah. You could stand on the water and with your perception check earlier, you saw that there are some rocks, like little little uh, ledges, a few small ledges jutting out, but also like large boulders along the edge of the cliff there. Some jutting out, maybe like a hundred, some even like a hundred feet out from the edge of the cliff. All right. Well, based on all of that, I feel like we should do the water walking. I feel like you should still levitate him because I don't think I'll be able to pick him up. And I know that you'd have to move with him, right? In order to, otherwise he goes outside of the range of your effect. Uh, uh, there is no range to the effect. Oh, but I can't, I can't go with him. I can't, I can't well, levitate both of us. If, if I'm a bird... I can carry you and just we can just slowly go up and then I can just drop you off on the cliff and you can continue bringing him up and then I can come down and get core. Okay. Or if we want to be super lazy and not use any of that stuff, then I can fashion, I can get all, how much, how much rope do we have? Probably not 300 feet worth. How much rope did you and all of your companions have core? Core only brought core's rope. You didn't, you didn't get the extra rope from... Okay. It's a lot to carry. I point towards Hal. Do you see how much he's carrying? Big woman? He's, he's, his hair is beautiful, but he's not a woman. Okay. Wait, you thought he was a woman? Uh, Court tilts its head and then shakes it. <laughs> okay. 
Alright, well, we don't have enough rope. I was going to say I could just go up there with my boots and fashion a rope and, and tamp it down and make sure it doesn't move and then people could just climb up. But what do you think of the, the lift and, and me bringing you up there, Fenthwick, as an eagle? Yeah, that'll work. I just cast it on me before we go. You can let me borrow those boots and I can just go up there myself. And then you can carry these two and we're, I'll go back to you once we get to the top. I haven't removed these boots since I got them. Monkey fresh. They're magic. They're self-cleaning. The problem is, is if we do that, you're going to have to wait. Oh, no, they're not attuned. <laughs> they don't attune. Okay. Well, I'm still doing the water walking thing. Just in case I drop one of you guys. I'm looking at Fenthwick and Core. You guys, which one? Which plan are you going to cross the river? I take off my boots and I give them to Hal and I say, mm-hmm. uh, maybe just hang out close in case I drop one of them. Actually, I look at Fenthwick. How much do you weigh? How much do I weigh? Because if you don't weigh a lot and he's strong enough, he can carry you while while wearing the boots, and then I can just grab Core and we can make this one trip. With all my gear. I weigh like 150 pounds. If that's under your your max carry weight, Hal. See, uh, let me see. Or I guess I could temporarily throw all my crap in the bag of holding. Yeah, we're using not using the bag of holding apparently. Then I'd only weigh like 40 pounds. I start piling all my crap in the bag of holding. That I was. Oh yeah, you're right. I didn't think about that. I I, I forgot we even had this thing. My bed roll, my rope, great axe, javelins. Net climbing kit pitons. Who's ha- who has the bag of holding? So make sure you're, we're keeping track of all that stuff yeah, for the weight yeah. of it. Yeah, my, all my gear is 250 pounds, so I'm not. I don't know what's in the bag of holding now. Well, we can always uh, turn the bag of holding inside out, dump everything out, make sure we're well, staying according within to, limit. According to that inventory sheet, if that's all there was in it, then it's just the dragon tooth. Yeah, we should got the bag of holding. I'm like, really? That's all he was keeping in it. I mean, I don't really see. There's Poppy's gear. Which I assume Poppy took with her. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, you know, the she took the dagger. She took the cloak of the manta ray, the helm of comprehend languages, the the whip. But there was nothing else you guys had, like, gotten over time that was, like, heavy. But hooded lantern, magic ritual dagger. That Well, that's an interesting point. I mean, I do have a separate inventory, party inventory of stuff. Which presumably probably is in the bag. Probably is in the bag. I think the party inventory would be the stuff in the bag. Right. But it's 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 not anything that's all that heavy. Bunch of gems, right? Even it, gems. And yeah, books. there's some money, gems, and books, and the odd dagger or something like that. But there's nothing, nothing crazy. I think probably the heaviest thing would be the dragon tooth. We'll say that weighs thirty pounds. I don't know how much dragon tooth weighs. Yeah, I can put a whole bunch. I mean, all my gear is 250 pounds, so I'm halfway there. Everything I everything I own. Is it 500 or 300 for a bag of holding? 500. Is it's what 500. I okay. Well, stuff like javelins and stuff you're not going to want to put in because at any moment you might want to throw one. If you're not using the javelins then, and you're using that longbow instead, then I don't know why we're keeping the javelins. Or do you want to get rid of my javelins? <laughs> but they're my no, javelins. I'm not getting rid of the javelins. I've used them more than once, even with this damn longbow. Okay, well then you should keep them on you and, and have them help your silhouette make you look like a damn porcupine. 
All right. All right. Adventures. Yeah, yeah. Looking at the party stuff, there's not more than 50 pounds of stuff here. Even okay. being very pessimistic. So all of Halbar's gear, plus the dragon tooth, plus the stuff in there, it gets you about 300 pounds. Just make sure you mark that right now. The 300 pounds are being used. Who's carrying yeah. it? I'm not putting all my gear in there, obviously, but I'm just saying all my gear is yeah. 250 pounds. Uh, I have a pair. I have a. I have this leather armor if you want to wear it. You got it out of the Bacardi and Depths. Uh, was it the Depths? No, it was that. Uh, it was that armor room in the Plain of the Abolith. Oh shit! Dang. Is it just regular leather armor? No, it's magical. What is it? Hold on. What does it do? Yeah, you wear it and it blocks it blocks uh, sword strikes and arrows and stuff like that from hitting you. I mean, for the most part. I, I, Hal, God damn it! I know what armor does. What what makes it magical? Uh, I don't know. Uh, I forget. One of somebody was it you, Fincewick, that identified it? I don't remember. Somebody looked at it. And, uh, our old companion, uh, Turgon, he put on the plate and. Damn near killed me when I was trying. We were trying to take it off because it like, uh, what was the word I'm looking for? It it overtook him. It oh, cursed, cursed him. It uh, is this armor cursed? Are you carrying around cursed no. armor? No, I'm pretty sure we got rid of that stuff. You got rid of the plate. Halbar kept a uh, set of leather armor from the same room. Unless uh, then, I mm -hmm. assume he's carrying it in his inventory because it's yes, not in the party inventory. Okay. Yep. I just have the that uh, the super expensive leather armor okay you don't wear armor though okay i think it was kind of about the same thing it has deep sentimental value i took the leather armor because nobody else could carry the rest of the stuff out of the place okay so I, just put I, understand, I understand but there was a plate armor which you say was cursed and this leather armor and that plate armor came from the same place we sold that other that leather armor for a lot of a lot of dough didn't we I feel like that could be bad. Like, do you know that this is safe to use? I, I, I don't wear armor. <sighs> yeah, All I right. think there was some discussion amongst the party about selling the stuff, and some people didn't want to sell it. But then they just wanted to, like, th randomly throw it in the river or bury it, where who knows what would happen to it then. I think you guys just... did get rid of the plate, the plate that way. Yeah, it's just it's a real moral gray area to uh, sell off items that you know are cursed. Oh, not really gray. No. More, more on the darker side, actually. Well, maybe Victor Lasura will buy it. Oh, that's true. We make it back there. If we make it back there. I was going to ask, like, if it's better than what I'm wearing. And, and Belladin kind of, like, taps his breastplate, which may have looked like metal before, but you hear it, and it sounds like he's tap he's knocking on wood on his breastplate. So it might be an upgrade for what I'm wearing as he as he knocks on his it, breastplate. It, it may be better armor. On the, that's the plus side. The downside, but, it may possess you and take over your body. That's the downside. That's a pretty big downside, Benthwick. <laughs> okay. Anyways. I don't, I don't I said, want I said it. it. I said it might. Uh, just, and uh, like, I imagine this happened as like, uh, <laughs> as Hal's like removing stuff from his... Uh, clearly overstuffed pack and like it being moved into the bag of holding and i just i just shake my head and be like i don't want to risk it and i start performing uh a ritual which 
core you'll see it's like it's a dance again but this dance looks different and it's again another 10 minute long ritual casting and he's going to do uh water walking so you guys transfer your stuff into the bag of holding you complete your ritual belladin you all have water walking what would you like to do We'll be safe to walk over, so let's just go over and look for maybe a safe place, like a boulder or a ledge or something, for us to do that. You cast Levitate, I'll change into an eagle, and we'll just go from there. A giant eagle, not a regular eagle. Nope. Let's go. Sorry. Sorry, y'all. I'm just tired of standing on this bank, and I, I just start walking on top of the... <laughs> are are the are the 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 tribe still here, like, watching us? Have they just no. been witness to our madness this whole time? No, it was about an hour walk from where the okay the encampment was to the actual river's edge. When, when we look back over that hour, because you said it, they were like on the top of a hill and you had to like go down the hill, can we see them up there still? Uh, no, you guys weren't actually on top of the hill when you guys made camp. You were like okay. in between two hills. Oh, like valleys in between the hills. Okay, all right. Let's just let's just walk. I just wanted to know if we were gonna blow a little tribe's mind as we start Jesusing our way across this river. Yeah, you look back and you don't see anybody. Eh, good for them. So you guys all walk across water? I'll fly. Sure. How about are you going to fly? Yep. I all like right. watch him as he starts levitating and I say, don't use it all up. It's only a certain amount of time per day. So just maybe get up on the cliff, take a look around and then stay up there. Don't don't mess around. I, I was just going to fly on the water just a little bit off the top of the water like you guys are doing. No, no, please don't. You can just walk on it. Oh, okay. I'll just walk on it then. I thought you wanted me to fly with you. No, I mean, when we get to the wall, maybe just, oh, shit. you know, don't fall. Yeah, how about you take a tentative step and... I think you guys have... Is that an earthquake? Yeah, yeah. I just felt it. Yeah, I felt something. Almost yeah. Off uh, it's still going. Still going. How about as you took a tentative step out onto the river... Not using the winged boots. You feel for a moment a slight... You felt first a moment a slight rumble under your feet as you feel almost felt the river moving beneath you. But then the ground seemed to calm. And it appears as almost like a solid surface that you're able to walk across. Nice. Alright. Well, this is going to work. I'm going to make sure that we all get over to the other side before I change and start ferrying them up. Hal, do you want to try carrying Fenthwick? I, I mean, you're strong enough. You should be able to do it. Uh, yeah, I'll try doing that. Let's go, Fenthwick. And I hold out my arms, like, you know, so I can... Yeah, jump up. You guys are waiting until you get to cross the river, right? Yep. Yeah, yeah, so we just have to go up the cliff face. All right, so there's kind of a little bit of a, a rounded, jutted... Like, the you know, the cliff isn't straight across. It curves along the riverbank. And you see there's kind of one small ledge kind of jutting out. There's a large boulder, kind of an inlet above that. And another large boulder. All these boulders seem to be covered in, like, moss, along with the cliff face itself. And you see one, another large boulder, south of you, with a, an old, like, kind of a rotting log stuck between the cliff face and the boulder. Which, where would you guys like to head to? I'm gonna I'm gonna wait when we get close to it. I'm gonna look at Hal, look at Fenthwick, see if they want us going up, and then I, I'm gonna look at Corn and, and Sylvan. Say, all right, well, I was gonna change into a giant eagle and carry you up, 
How much do you weigh? Do you know? 192.3 pounds. Can yeah. I get marching order as well? If you guys are all side by side, if you're going in, what's the group configuration here? It's, well, it's a, a giant open river, so however you guys want to do it. I mean, I feel like Hal's always going to be in front no matter what the situation is, right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then man, I, I would probably want to be in the back just because I'm worried about the water walking and the fact that we're moving on such a river like I've just never done it before. So I'd probably be in the back. So uh, I don't know how uh, Fenthwick and Core would be. Yeah, I'll, I'll, stay, I'll stay in your Halbar. Then I will be third. Like I said, you guys don't have to be in a straight line. You can be, you know. Well, then we'd probably be paired up since we were talking about like Fenthwick going with Hal and then me taking Core. So we'd probably be two by two with, with them two in the front. Also, you guys, you're getting to about 100 feet closer to the edge of the cliff. Oh, I mean, not the edge of the cliff. The edge of uh, the cliff face starts in the river. I can just show you guys. Well, he made a map. That's not a good sign. Oh, I see what you did here. Okay. That's a big old cliff. So that's I... going straight up. Yeah, I would. I would probably point us towards the, like you said, the log and the rocks to the southwest, is what I'd be pointing us towards because that's like a nice base to start our ascent from. Yeah, it's also one of the shorter distances from the edge as well. That was the other reason. It looked pretty, pretty tight. All right, that was a little scary but interesting. Looking down at the water, just sliding underneath you. It's such a breakneck speed and and I was just walking over it calmly pretty cool though what do you think core walk on water is fun have you done it before wait you're a you're a monk you can like run on water on walls and stuff can't you yep can you do that now do we even need to uh help you up the side nope. here nope that is too big of a wall oh it's too tall i like lean back and like look up yeah it's pretty tall all right well you guys ready? Ready. Core spreads its arm, makes himself easier to pick up. I wild shape into a giant eagle. Ooh, I think I have eagle for you. Nice. Oh, very cool. Can you see? Yes, sir. Can you move it. Yes, sir. Fellow, you can turn into a giant eagle. Because oh, I can't talk anymore. <laughs> so I would just, uh, I guess I would just kind of hop over because, you know, birds can still walk. So I just walk over and I'd look, look down at the, the puny little monk in front of me and just call at him and then look up towards the cliff. I like, are you ready? <laughs> Cor still stands there with his arms reached out because I'm sure he doesn't understand giant eagle. All right. I'm going to look back, because I my mental faculties, I just can't speak. I look back at, at Fenthwick and Hal, and then I look back at the cliff, like, we doing this? Yeah, I'll grab Fenthwick and start going up. I'll, I'll grab Core by the shoulders and start going up. All right. 80. Oh, I understand Common and Orin. Ooh, but can't speak them. So as we go up, I'm going to be looking around... Uh, in the cliff face itself, uh, up towards the top, see if there's anything reaction, any any creatures, any any birds or animals, anything that might attack us on the way up. I'll be keeping a lookout for it as I'm climbing. As you guys take off from the edge, you see creatures, bird-like creatures almost, but they're humanoid, 
with large wings and talons. They appear almost female-like as they let out a screeching caw as you guys take flight and they appear over the edge. We're going to roll some initiative. Nice. I'm glad I have a monk-sized projectile to throw at them. So how, how high did I get up before we started so that way I can make sure it's marked on my token? Uh, I'd say you got about 40 feet up. Got it. That's fine. You can throw me if you need to. That's fine. <laughs> you have like Featherfall or whatever. You have monk, monk fall. Yeah, 40 feet's nothing. All I've right. also got one more wild shape, so maybe I'll drop it and then while I'm falling, cast a spell and then rewild shape. You know, just like a badass. But why not? I know that's not how it works. Definitely should be how it works. I'd like to take uh, the wild shape expert feat that allows me to wild shape as a swift action, please. Thank you. Oh, I think I used the giant eagle's initiative, too. Like, all the stats. Yeah. Okay. That's about That's about right. That's my second three of the night. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, look <laughs> at you guys. Natural 20. Benthwick, there are some large-winged people screeching up there. And I point his body towards the screeching. <laughs> Should we go back down? No, I'll keep going up. All right. I will go up. So I will move the boot. Well, it's like 60 feet, right? Is uh, it just your... I think it's I think it's just your movement. Let me double check the inventory. Yeah, it's your movement. So whatever your movement is, it gives you a flying speed of that speed. Okay, so I'll go up 80 as I use my dash to continue. Okay. Uh, and I'll get I'll get to the end of my... Uh, keep going, uh, Benthwick, keep going. Want me to get closer? Yes, get to the top of this thing. That might be good. Top, okay. I'll go up 80. I'm not really sure what that looks like, so... Is it linear? Yeah. It's just It would just be straight up the cliff face. Yeah. Well, on the map, is it linear? Yeah. Okay. Come with me, Fentwick. So that is what you guys see. And should we keep going, Fentwick? Do you want me to keep going up? I'll use Action Surge to go up 40 more. I think that's everything I can do. Mm, I'll burn a Rage just in case. That is my turn. Yeah, on my I'm going to reload because my map shows you guys are far apart so oh no yeah yeah give me one moment who's up next i can't see the initiative while it's loading um core is. core you are atop the giant eagle there okay, we go core, we'll go ahead and use a key point to take his ass formally make sure that that the second effect of that is voluntary before i attack my eagle friend Yes, okay, I don't have to hit everybody. Yeah, please, yeah please don't. <laughs> please don't hit me. I I have very low HP, so... Yes, okay, yeah, so I... Uh, I pop out my uh, astral, astral self-arms, so the little stormy, uh, stormy arms pop out, and uh, would you allow me to draw my longbow? I don't know how he's carrying me. Well, I mean, I guess it depends on how you mount it up. As as a character, would you want to be carried, or would you want to like ride on my back? Well, I mean, 
I mean, I always want to want a never-ending story, but you mentioned your talents, which is why I well, figured you were... <laughs> well, no. Well, if, if as a character you wanted to Falcor it up, then we'll Falcor it up, and you can be on my back, which is actually good, because then that leaves my talents for attacking. Because if I was holding you, then I wouldn't be able to attack with them. So that actually... We should have talked about that before, but... Okay. Yep. Flashback real quick to that you guys ha- having that conversation. Yep. Mainly between um, you... Baladin, because you guys didn't talk about it before you wild shaped, like you like kind of just cawing towards your back and then yeah, like, like looking for Talon. Well, as as a bird, I'm turning my head all the way around to be like yeah. my back, or then I point with my beak down to my claws, like or the talons, and like waiting for you to point where you want to go. When I I see soft and feathery versus sharp and deadly, I choose soft and yep. feathery. Then I then I kind of scoot over with my ten feet of movement and get low so you can climb up, and then and then yeah, then we flew up. So you would be able to draw your your short bow with item interaction, or your long bow, whichever one it yeah, is. Yeah, longbow. Yeah, it's longbow. Yep. And they are very far away. The longbow is like what three hundred? No. The long range is six hundred. Long range is six hundred feet. I just don't yeah. have disadvantage. Well, it's one hundred and fifty feet, and disadvantage yeah. six hundred. Yeah. How many attacks do you get per round with that bow? Two. Two. All right. When you hold an attack action, do you get both or just one? No, just one. Yeah, I mean, if that's the case, I might as well attempt the shots. Which one are you targeting? Uh, the one in the front, the uglier one in the front, whichever one that is. Probably left. Okay. Don't know why left is ugly, but yes, left side. I'm not sure how to do... It's like my hotkeys for... This is for some reason aren't working, so I'm just going to roll twice. Yep, that misses. <laughs> yeah, you're making an assumption. They're, they're, they're harpies. Oh, no! <laughs> Truffle that hat toy, yeah. The, that the hits. Four, the 14 hits? Yep. All right. Look at that. Then. It's the same damage. 11 and 11. 11 piercing, and then the second shot would be lower. <laughs> That's a 13 uh, hit. Still hits. All right. Nine more damage as I... Target. Nice. Will from there end my turn. Fenswick, yeah. Good turn, man. Good job. Give me a second here. I do love that somehow during this combat, Fenswick has become a a cavalier fighter with (laughs) with Halbar as his mount. Uh huh. Yeah, the rules for mounted combat apply, right? (laughs) Yeah, of course. Sure. Yeah, you could take his damage for him. We need to get we need to get Halbar a little a little seat for Fenthwick to sit on, and yep. uh, get you a little lance, and we're good to go. A little riding crop. Mm-hmm. Okay, so they're 115 feet away, so this will work. I will cast slow on all four of them, so they have to make a wisdom save. Go from top to bottom. So that's a seven, a fourteen, a three, and a sixteen. Uh, the DC was 16, I believe. Yeah, 16. So, one this saves. one this one saves. Or slowed. So Yeah, and that would be my turn. Negative 2 to AC and deck saves. Can't raise reactions. Action or bonus action. Okay. Yeah, and uh, movement is reduced by half. Yep. The slow is one of the most powerful spells in the game. Yep. Alright, is that your turn? That's my turn. Okay, it is now the Harpy's turns. 
these ones are going to fly down 40 feet. So 80 feet. Dang, their movement halved is 40 feet? That's amazing. They have nope. the same... Oh, okay, sorry. Oh, more than one group. Oh, lovely. These ones up here. First one is going to use their action. And you see, they all start singing. And it's this beautiful melody. I need uh, everybody to make a wisdom saving throw. DC 11. Damn, that, that, uh, that range is wild. I think with Wild Shape, my mental statistics stay the same, so I'm just going to yeah. roll them off of my character sheet. Correct. I really don't Wild Shape enough. What's the DC? 11. Okay. Boom, natural 20. I used a luck on that. I used used a luck on it. Okay. Um, Good thing. Would this be considered a charm effect? Yes, it would. I roll that with advantage because I definitely failed that first time. Oh, because you're an elf. Oh. Wow, wow! I don't, I don't want, I, don't, I just don't. I love the song. It is beautiful. You are charmed, Core. You are currently incapacitated. You ignore any other songs from other harpies. And if you are more than five feet away from this harp, first harpy right here, down at the bottom, uh, you must, on your turn, you move as much as you can towards the harpy in the most direct route to get within five feet of it. That's that harpy's turn. Next harpy is going to sing as well, so I need the three of you to make uh, wisdom saving throws for me, please. Is this considered a magical effect? Yes. Oh, even you get better. advantage. And I have advantage. And I just need one from you, Hal. You guys all save. So they all started singing at the same time, so pretty much you guys we're going to do two more rounds of this. <laughs> okay. All right, I'll roll two more times then. Yep. So you guys can roll two more rounds, pretty much. What was the DC? 11. I literally can't fail. So, but, I'll, but I'll roll it again. Damn, Fentwick. Natural 20. Well, I don't know if you would even notice him being on your back yet. I doubt I would know. Everyone else, is, everyone else is up ahead, so. I'm sorry, which of the 97 harpies on the field did it to me again? Uh, this one right here. Okay. Okay. Cool. Yep. At least it's the closest. Felidin, it is your turn. Alright, I move 80 feet. That would also move you. Yep, yep. And you might want to put yourself on the north, since uh, that's going to be... Uh, you're, you're on top of my head, right? So if I moved 80 feet, that means I'm now at 120? Uh, yes. I mean, you don't really need to put it, because this is the sheer cliff base, so whatever distance you are from the edge, that's how far up you are. But I mean, unless you decide to go away from the cliff so yeah yeah all right unfortunately i don't have any ranged attacks so i will ready an action to attack with my talons when one of them gets within range because that is all i can do you know what i don't want to die i'm gonna take the dodge action okay because I have pretty low HP, actually. So, I'm going to try and keep this fool safe. The one that's on my back. Because we are now getting to a height that is dangerous. <laughs> that should be fun, considering what's going to happen on my turn. <laughs> well, I mean, what level monk are you? A nine. You, you might want to look at your, your monk features. Yeah, I mean, that, that puts me in more danger. 
the stillness of mind. I wasn't sure if that was gonna be. I was gonna have to ask if that allows me to, if I'm allowed uh -huh. to use it. It says charmed. <sighs> That's the end of my turn. Oh, I need to hit the button. I'm so dumb. I keep forgetting there's a button. <laughs> I'm like, why are All we right. continuing combat? What's going on? I do want to see what happens if you decide to. Co so I'm. I feel like I'm within maybe ten feet of the cliff face. I just okay. want to make that clear. In case okay. Core wants to jump off my back and run up the wall to get up to that harpy, yeah. I just want to put it out there that I am within 10 feet of the cliff face. Okay. Good to know. That's a strong word. Right. You guys see another creature move off the ledge. Another harpy. But this one's a little more owl-like in appearance. Oh, that's bad news. Look at that. This one is going to dash... And this one is going to fly out probably 40 feet. Oh, uh, no, probably I would say 15 feet right here. So she is flying and hovering over the edge. So she would be about, let's say, 290 feet up. Oh, okay. So she like came out and then a little bit down. But... Yes. Okay. And, okay, so she would fly down probably, so 60, let's say, down there. So would she just have to fly directly down? I think so. Mm. In order to get that distance, you mean? Yeah. Okay. She and I rolled the same? Wow. <laughs> I know. So she is about 10 feet off the... Uh, the cliff face as well. So she'd be at about 170 feet. Let's just say 180. Why not? And, um, you guys are a little too far for that ability. So she is also going to, uh, start singing. So I need the three of you to once again make your saves. Same DC? Nope. 15 now. Okay. Oh. I could, I could same, fail this. Same advantages now, though, still. Oh, but I so didn't. So I can bell it in, you're good. I'm glad the one with the boots is the one who <laughs> failed. Halbar. <laughs> I'm going to use uh, luck. This guy. Oof. This guy. Oof. Clutch. So you are not charmed as you feel the song entering your head, but you're able to feel, feel that touch of fate within you and shake it off. Uh, that is their turns, however. So top of the round, Halbar. All right, Fenthic, where are we going? Get us closer to the the group up there in front of us. Okay. Pass up the scary one here. Okay. Closer, like how closer? Within 60 feet. That's within 60 feet? Damn, look at this power team here. <sighs> Nothing can stop them. So I'd say you're about 205 feet in the air right now, Halbar. So are we within 60 feet of these guys? Yeah, I mean, it's whatever distance that really is you are from them, so. Gotcha. Unless you decide to be, like, you know. Away from the cliff. Away from the cliff. But I would go diagonal. It's the same measurement. Ooh, dang. That's your turn. Core. Can, can he do a bonus action to, like, hold Fenthwick really tight? <laughs> I'll, I'll call that a free item interaction. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Um, how about you lose your rage? Oh no! Oh DM. 
Uh-huh. I am both incapacitated and charmed. Uh, yes, but it's... So you are incapacitated and charmed, and you have to move towards the harpy by the most okay. direct m- route. Okay. Try to get Trying to get within five feet. You don't so, avoid opportunity attacks if that comes into play. Got it. But before if it, I have... But if you move into, like, damaging territory, you can repeat the saving throw. But because I'm incapacitated, I can't do something that's an action. Oh, no. Yeah, it is an action to use that. But... Yeah. If I... Would that mean I can't dash to the harpy either? I would so. Yeah. yeah. I would say you just... You have your normal movement. Alright. That's probably not a good thing. Um, because that would mean... Well, would kick says- off. It says he can't take an action or a reaction, but for a monk, uh, still, you can do still some, is a mind is an action. I know, but you can do step of the wind with a with a key point to double your to take dash as a bonus action. So you could yeah, probably was, get all the way up there if you do that. But again, you're like in this weird charm state. So I, don't I would know say you would not be you would not be in the state of mind to use a key point. Okay, okay. I'm not gonna make you use a key point to. Uh, well, it's in my death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I have to get 10 feet closer to this wall. Yes, you're going to lose 10 feet to jump uh, off of my back and get over there. But you're a monk, so I doubt that's going to be a problem. All right, so I'd probably end up... Yeah. So you use use some of your movement and then some of the movement to get up. All right. I have 50 50 feet, so I used like 10 feet to jump towards the land. So right now you are 160 feet up from the ground. Am I actively falling? Ah, because you're ending your turn, right? Correct. Does it, does it say that you have to? You can't. You can't just stay static against the walls. Uh, you can't end your turn against the vertical surface. No. Dang. Yes, you are actively falling. Cool. Do you do the D and D five hundred feet that first round, or is it like? Yeah. <laughs> I'm starting right now. You have slow fall. <laughs> Yeah, you have slow fall. It's a reaction. It's monk slow fall is not automatic. It is a reaction. Well, I would say that because you were falling, now you are would be entering damaging territory. You can repeat your saving throw as you're falling. I will give you that. It's Let's still a, it's still a charm effect, so you still have advantage. So this thing really wants me to die if I don't pass this. Is what you're saying. You are no longer charmed. You are, however, still falling. Got it. But you have your reaction. My turn has. Okay. Yep. Cool. And I believe you start on your next round, right? Correct. Yeah. So he's like floating, or he's beginning his fall. Yeah, he's starting to like fall back. This monk, <laughs> uh, Belden's just looking at this monk like, "What the fuck is he?" Because you don't, you didn't know, you don't like. Had no idea. He just jumped off. If if it helps, I'm now cursing actively in Sylvan. Okay, I hear that, and I'm like, oh, I guess he realized how stupid he is. Well, cool, cool, cool. And Twick, yeah. Okay, um, I will take my staff power and okay. point it at this group of harpies and cast Cone of Cold. Okay. So they all have to make con saves. Oh. Bottom from the top. Came from the bottom, now we're here? Yep. Oh, 43! That's a good roll. Oh, yeah, look at that. Nothing under a 3. Uh, so... I think I rolled one too many. So that's, uh... 
One, two, three, just pick, four. Just pick the four uh, worst ones. Nah, the, nah. The, the, the top, the, the top <laughs> four. The two make it. Okay, oh. they get half damage then. And 43, you said? 43 is the damage, yeah. This one is dead. So starting from the bottom, four to the, yeah, this one is dead. Even with a save, the second one saves. He takes half, so that's three. Okay. Not looking too half great. 21. 21. 21, yeah. And then this one is dead. Well, only one survives. Good shit. How many times have you used that staff of power now? I don't know. A few times. Okay. Well, it's, oh, it, no. it, 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 it recharges every day. I mean... Yep. I don't okay. like first, time, first, first time I've used it today. I don't like the way he asked that question, Fenthwick. All right. And do they get a save as for... Oh. Should they have gotten the end of the turn? At the end of their turn, they get a a wisdom save. This is oh yeah, so they would have got. But only one of them is still alive, so yeah. Yeah, so I'm gonna just give it to her for the last round just to see. The the others don't really matter. Nope, still slowed. Um, she's just gonna continue her song. So I need uh, Belladin. You don't need to make it. You automatically save. Halbar, Fenswick, and uh, I guess core as well because you're still within range so dc 11 wisdom saving throw against a charm magical charm effect are these different kind of harpies than normal harpies Ooh. huh are these different kind of harpies yeah there's a, different kinds of harpies in the field right now what i mean is if i already made the save to one here then i should be immune for it for 24 hours um oh that is true you guys would not so no. yep so she badly injured would not make her song then because knowing that you guys saved. Nope, you're good. Thanks you for reminding me. You can take inspiration. She's going to make a claw attack against you, Fenthwick, and a club attack. Slowed only gets one attack. Oh, that's right. So just the claw attack. A 19. You can only move half this movement too, right? That is true. Mm-hmm. Damn. Throw so... the club at him. Get halfway and then just chuck it. Like, <laughs> fuck you, <laughs> Would it really? What's their intelligence? Yeah, they're not very intelligent. Um, yeah, she's just going to move closer to you guys. <laughs> That's it. These ones here are just going to fly towards you guys because they were on the opposite side of the cliff. Belladin, you're up. I'm going to catch this fool. Okay. Much appreciated. Give me every word in that sentence I meant. What's, what would that be? Athletics? No, she's flying. I would say give me an acrobatics check to be able to maneuver your flight to be able to... It doesn't look like a giant eagle is proficient with athletics, so it'd just be a straight dex roll, right? Uh, for acrobatics? Yeah, just a dex roll then. A 10. A 10? Okay. You maneuver yourself kind of getting under him, but like... There's a gust of wind and his body kind of rolls a bit. So you're not able to catch him directly. But okay. you are under him. Yeah, then I'm gonna I'm gonna use I, I had plenty, plenty of movement left, so I'm gonna use the rest of it to position myself under him so that way on his turn maybe he can grab me as he's uh as he's falling. Trying to grab him would or catch him would have been my action, I'm assuming. 
then I'll uh, I'll get right next to him and then call at him and be like, get on my back, you idiot. But I, but I'm calling that so he doesn't understand me. Mm-hmm. And uh, but I'm gonna stop next to him and just like hover with my wings so that way on his turn he can jump on. I don't believe flying eagles have the hover on there, right? I believe so. I believe you're right. Owls do. Oh, you are correct. Owls do. Wow. I you can I... latch on to the cliff face. I did pick the wrong thing then. All right, then I'll 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 like latch onto the cliff and hold on um waiting for him to get on, but I will dodge from that position. So I'll be like break dancing on the side of the wall. Let's see. Oh great. Now that we're both clutching on the wall, this thing's going to do some sort of drop effect. <laughs> I don't think I would have been right underneath him. I think I would have been to the right, but I didn't move my tokens. So that's on me. And as she flies and hovers above you guys, a, f- a fine kind of dust dander emanates from her wings. And I need to make both of you to make con saves, please. Oh, this is a neat monster. Yeah, that's about right. You are both unconscious and poisoned. Okay. I feel like one of those is worse than the other. Yeah. Okay. Then then I just immediately fall. Because I can't hold on if I'm unconscious. Yep, we'll get to that on your turn. That is her turn. It's going to fly up. They got 80 feet of movement. Roll a d2 for me. One of you, Howler, Fentwick. Two, Howbar. It's going to make attacks on you. Two claw attacks. Mm Mm-hmm. It's a 22 for 8 slashing. Okay. It's a 13 for 8. Uh, 13 misses. And then two talent attacks. Got four attacks. It, it can do the dust thing and four attacks? That's amazing. This is a different one. There's two of them. Oh, I was zoomed out super far. That's on me. My bad. 17 misses, right? Uh, 17 hits. I don't have my uh, so ele- shield on. 11 slashing then. All right. So as this other one flies up towards you and starts clawing and raking at you with her talons, uh, that is their turn. Halbar, you're up. What do we need to do with them? As I look over my shoulder and see them like falling away into unconsciousness as they peel off the cliff face, what do we need to do, Finthwick? Not sure what we can do. Guess we can well, probably get to them. You want to try to get to them and grab them? Well, but I mean, there's too much weight though. We wouldn't be able to. I, I, I'll remind everybody that we have water breathing and water walking on us. So even if we go under, we're still going to be able to breathe in the water. And even when we go under, the spell carries the target to the surface. So we wouldn't stay under. Yeah, except water to you guys right now is like solid ground. You could still submerge. It doesn't become solid ground. That's just for your feet. Otherwise, the idea of if, if, you, if you target a creature... Oh, I see what you're saying. I guess that is that is an argument. Yep. No, no, no. Yeah, we'll, we'll just take that ruling, because, I mean, that you're the DM. Contamination, it does not appear that there's an unconscious status effect, but that's fine. Probably means unconscious is dead. <laughs> well, unconscious oh. creature is incapacitated, can't move or speak, and is unaware of its surrounding. Creature drops whatever it's holding and falls prone, automatically fails strength and deck saves, attack rolls against creature have advantage, and any creature that hits a or any attack that hits a creature is a critical hit if that cre- attacker is within five feet. So that's and DM, this unconscious is different than being put to sleep, correct? Uh yes, it is not you're not being put to sleep, you are unconscious. 
it's specific. Figured I'd give it a shot. <laughs> yeah. I mean, how if you think you can grab one of them, I can try to levitate the other one. Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's uh, one possibility. Can you just levitate them from here? I can. I can only do one of them. Gotcha. And since we got something nasty in our face and another one nearby, my preference would be to try to do something about those first. But. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking the same thing. Ooh, I drop. Should I drop you, Benthwick, and bite this one? No, no, don't drop me. <laughs> All right, I will move. And don't worry, I'm saying you guys drop one fifty feet. So they're not at that point right now. Yep, they're there. They're where they're at. They wouldn't start falling till their next turn. And I'll try to grab onto the back of. Or I can't grab this giant eagle. Okay. Give me, yeah, I'm going to say give me the same thing, a dexterity check. And you would get attacks of opportunity. How? I went around it. The one that you were in combat with? Yeah. 21 for 11? Okay. Are you going to use a bonus action first or no? Uh, I should have, but I didn't. Bonus action before you. I'll let you do it. Yeah, I'll rage. So you get half that. Okay. And you said dex, stare, dex check? Yep. That is a nine. Oh, I don't want to use this, but I'm going to. I'm going to use inspiration. Okay. Good time to use it. Damn it. Eleven. I'll, I'll say that uh, you just barely managed to see. Like, you almost reach out and grab Core as he's falling, but he just barely slips out of your grasp. All right. Uh, movement action to grab him. Core. All right. As long as you only roll average, I shouldn't instantly die. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I didn't realize how. All right. Yeah, this is incredibly deadly. <laughs> yep. He probably. You know what? Hit, I'll stay. He probably hit me on the way down. If he's falling for oh, it's all happening at the same time. Yeah. You know, I was looking up water walking. And like if you can choose like because of the buoyancy thing, right? If you like, you can be underwater and cast it, and it shoots you up. Mm-hmm. You know what? Actually, <laughs> roll me a uh, roll me a D one hundred where you're gonna fall. Yeah, that's okay. fun. I guess doing it from on top of this uh, rock wasn't the best idea. Okay, that's interesting. You you fall into the water. So you only take, I'll say you have that as the water, as you splash into the water. I mean, you still take impact from belly flopping, right? Oh, yeah, it still hurts to hit the water. But yeah. yeah. So yeah. half of, so 25 points of falling da- bludgeoning damage, core, as you, and you are submerged, I would say like 10 feet underwater, but you immediately bounce back up. With water walking. So you are prone on the water surface, but you have your turn. Luckily, that full gulp of water I just took was nice and comfortable, thanks to my new yeah. uh, druid friend. Um, I'm still unconscious, correct? Or oh, just a... Hold on, let me see if you take damage. Nope, you wake up, but you are still poisoned. Got it. Poisoned sucks. Alright, um, so... I guess I stand up on the water using half a movement. Okay. And then walk over to this rock right here 
And uh, should he should you... he should he roll another D one hundred to see where his bow went? That's a good question. <laughs> I'm not going to be that mean. You okay. you had a good grip on your bow. Um. So do you allow a double disadvantage shot? Uh, it's just regular disadvantage. Okay. All right. I guess there's I'm no stacking. Shooting. There's no stacking of disadvantage or advantage. So yeah, now some people homebrew that stuff to where they're like, if you're double disadvantage, you just cannot take it. So nah, it's just me. I figure um, this encounter's mean enough. So yeah. All right. I will try to shoot this stupid RB that just dropped me off the side of a cliff. See, roll that disadvantage. See, the second one is worse. Nope, second one's better. So twenty twenty two hits. 10 piercing damage and... 10 piercing damage. Nice. Let's try a second shot because I really don't like this, RB. <laughs> oh! Alright. Another 22 to hit for another 11 damage. Look at the way you roll, man. That's not bad. Yeah, I roll high when I attack things. I'm just not good at saving my life. That's bad. Yeah, me neither, apparently. So that's twenty. Uh, 21 points of damage. Nice. So, Belladon, how do you feel about, ta- about taking a, a fall? Worst case scenario, I pop out of eagle form, and then I still have my own HP. So, I, I feel like I could, I'll be fine. Like, even okay. if I, yeah. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a god. I say <laughs> Practically, like, practically a god. I, I, I say that word into the ether, and my eagle form then trans- just, transcends into a goldfish. Into a goldfish, yeah. Before your very and eyes. And the cliff suddenly stretches to a thousand feet. Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, in that case, case, scenario is landing on the rock or the wood. Yep. Yep. <laughs> then I am going to cast drop slow. Okay. And cast. Banishment at fifth level on the two nasty-looking harpies. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my so god. they both—they both have to make charisma saves. DC of sixteen. One fails. Roll me a D two. Someone, and then we'll decide which one. Top one is one. Bottom one is two. We'll see who fails it. You know, what? I'll roll it. One is banished. Okay, that's guys... what I got this turn. That's a lot. You are concentrating on banishment. And I suppose they're probably... Are they native to this plane? Yes. Okay, that's my turn. Oh god, I'm sorry I did that. Okay. Um, seeing that... Oh, no. Knowing that you're unconscious. Hold on. That's 75. Yeah, that's... That's their movement. That's their whole action. That's her action as well. But in back. He is going to I will have him do that when he gets back. Hello? Okay. Good. You're back. What's my turn? Yep. I need you to roll a d100 for me, please. This is going to be my high roll. Please land on the water and not on your new monk friend. 18. You land in the water. Good. So you guys had to roll under 40%. Oh, amazing. That's why I said when he rolled low, I was like, this is gonna. This is when I roll high. So you take half of 57 points of bludgeoning damage. So that would become 26? Nope. 28? Nope. Uh, yeah, 28. <laughs> like how you say, nope. <laughs> Alright, so 28. Let me see how mm-hmm. much HP I have as a... You are awake as a giant now? Eagle. So I am no longer a giant eagle. And I take two points of damage. 
Ow. You are prone. You are awake. You are prone and poisoned. Use half my movement. Stand next to my monk friend and okay. say, Do you know what happened? No, not really. Yeah, that Just was awful. Them. That was that was completely terrible. I'm going to... Man, uh, I don't really have anything that is that far. I have nothing that can reach them. So, yeah, there's not a single spell that I have that's more than 120 feet. So I will put a hand on your shoulder. How hard are you? I'm at two-thirds. Uh, you know what I'll do? I put a hand on your shoulder, and I remove poison from my monk friend. Okay. So he so he doesn't have to attack at disadvantage anymore. All right, Kor, you feel the poison that's been seeping into your body. The bait. Yes. So now I can shoot just one. Strike two. <laughs> well, I mean, they're all up there. There's there's a ton of them up there. Yeah. Oh, you mean just one? You, you it's mean, more than 150 just... feet away. But I'm oh, disadvantaged so anyway. I was literally, <laughs> I okay. It. I should have just I healed do appreciate you. Not oh, that's that's my fault. I forgot we're out of your range. Or feels better. Core is very grateful. Yeah, that was my turn. <laughs> it's the owl harpy's turn now. So you see her. She suddenly curses. Does anyone speak abyssal? I don't. No. Nope. So nope. she curses something in a language you don't understand, and suddenly she is enveloped in darkness. And suddenly the darkness envelops you, Halbar and Fentwick. Halbar. I'm going to move down away from these guys. Um, I'm going to take a... Can I punch at this one right here? You can. It would be at its advantage because uh, you cannot see. Yep. I'm going to punch. Err, punch. Unarmed strike. Target the dang thing. Y'all crazy with these natural 20s. It wasn't natural 20, it was just 24. I'm not sure why it blew up, but. That was our third lost natural 20 because of this stupid fight. (laughs) Yeah, you got your roll. Four bludgeoning. And it has uh, ancestral protectors on it. And then I'm going to move 40 feet away. All right, you're going to take two attacks of opportunity. Okay. One. Assuming from the owl, right? Yeah, one from the harpy and one from the owl. Uh, the first one's going to be a disadvantage. Uh, AOE, AOE needs sight. Oh, so just the one. Yep. All right. Okay. Another one next to them that I can't see? Yeah, there's one right next to them. It's in the darkness, but you should be able to see. It's just in the status effect. But yeah, that one can't see you, but you are going to take one. Yeah. At advantage, use your talents. That's a 24 mm-hmm. for nine slashing. Okay. And I will move. Uh, Fenthwick, all the way out or just a little ways out? Well, if you can see that. Yep, right here. Yeah, yeah, no farther than that. Okay. Fenthwick, you can move yourself next to Halbar on top of him like a little hat. I love it. All right. Core, it is your turn. I'm assuming I can't use my Pocahontas powers to listen to the voices of the mountain to try to shoot this invisible one. So uh, you can try to paint. You can try to paint with all the colors of the wind. 
We'll go ahead and take my disadvantage shots at this one next to it since I can see it. Okay. I think I figured this out. So. It's not invisible. It's just in darkness. It's magical darkness. So I'm assuming I can't see it. Unless it's just regular magical darkness. But it's just not. We'll it's just darkness. It's just so. disadvantage. It's not hiding or anything. I cannot roll anything but a 22. So that should hit. 22 it. hits for this one? Um, Yeah, the thing, I think I have it targeted. I don't know if I do or not, but. Okay. For the, both those hit. So 16. 16 damage. Low damage rolls, but I'm doing the best I can. <laughs> Core will end his turn. Benzoic. Okie dokie. Let's see if we're... Oh, that's weird. Okay. <clears throat> so I guess we'll do a cone of cold across there. Starting from the first harpy down there. That is a con save, right? Yes, it is. That's a 14. That fails. DC right. is 16. Now for the owl harpy. Fail. 36 points. Oof. Next up, the other harpies. Con save, top to bottom. Just makes it. So that is 18, 18 points. Oof. Barely standing. All right. This one. Con save. Fail. And the last one makes it. And is the owl harpy having to concentrate on darkness? Uh, yes. You make a con save. Believe that makes it. Yeah, she's good. Anything else, Fenswick? Nope. Nice. This blast of cold emanates and pierces through the darkness, and you hear a shrill scream from from inside. So, Baladin, it's your go. I'm just gonna leave you as giant eagle. <laughs> what, what about the harpies? They should have gotten their turn before me. I guess I skipped them. Yeah, they're not very smart. One is gonna fly. 40 feet towards you, Fenswick. And attack. So a 13 and a 17 as she lashes out with a claw and a club. <clears throat> Those miss. Same thing. Does a 19 hit? Nope. Damn, that is a high AC. This one going to fly up and use her song. As this is a new group, I need you both to make uh, your wisdom saves for me. Oh, no. Fenswick, you're good. You... Are charmed. Boom. Jesus. It's so powerful, the harpy becomes charmed by Halbar. Yep. Reversal. <laughs> One is going to fly up here and use her song as well. So I need the same thing from both of you. Um, actually, let me double check. It's a long ass range. Yeah, I need uh, all of you actually. Wisdom saves. Baladin and Core included. What's the DC? 11. I don't need a roll. Core, I need a wisdom statement through. You're good. There we go. Halbar, you are charmed. You are currently incapacitated, and you can use only use your movement to head closer to this harpy here. Now, Belladin, it is your go. Did Core disappear? No, you guys moved on top of each other. I moved to right there. I look straight up. You can see Belladin's kind of like putting his hand up, trying to do like measurements with his fingers. He holds the staff with his right hand, and he says, Oh, I think that's doable, actually. 
and casts Moonbeam 120 feet up underneath the the two gentlemen in front of Fentwick. It is a 40-foot tall cylinder. So when I put that at 120 feet underneath them, they'll be right in the center of it. And okay. it's, five, it's a five-foot radius, so it'll hit them both. 120 me, feet would be right here. Yeah, let me let me uh, let me get the template real quick. Yep. Yeah, we'll get both of them. It's a con saves. Yep. So that goes up 40 feet, so they'll be right in the center. And yeah, DC 17 con. Bottom one makes it. Takes Second six one fails. Damage. Doesn't matter. They're both dead. Yeah. So it goes all the way up to uh, about yep. almost to the edge of that. And as you see, there's the other harpy bodies next to you that have fallen into the river. Yep. And they start being rushed no nice. the river. Nice. No! Yeah, I just kind of sidestepped them. Uh, when I look back at Corn, I'm like, what? No? What do you mean no? No! <laughs> That's Hal. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, Hal's, Hal's hurting his charmed amigos go but at least you guys are no longer in melee with anybody not that it matters but oh the he probably would have gotten attack of opportunities moving on his turn so that's actually good okay is it uh bonus action i don't think i have one it is yeah, the no. yeah yep that's it you see the darkness fly towards you fenswick as you are enveloped both you and halbar uh it's going to make it sack against you so First claw attack. Did it move uh, through 15. the cylinder? It has enough movement where it would have avoided it. Okay. Yeah, because if it moves through the space, it actually has to do a save. Yeah, it has okay. enough movement that would have. Okay. It can see it. It's a brighter. Uh, uh, yeah, it's like a pale cylinder of light. Yeah, you're right. Okay. What's. Yeah, I'm not going to. Yeah, enters the spell's thing. area. Yeah, see, when a creature enters the spell area for the first time. So it's one of those weird spells where yeah. it can actually take the damage on its turn. Um, wow. I'm rolling. That's a 20 to hit? Fenswick? Shield. Okay, so what's your AC now? 25. Okay. Damn, you have a high AC. <laughs> That's the ac little wizard I've ever seen. Oh, look at you. Yeah, she's just going to tear into you. That's I'm amazing. frustrated that uh, that is her turn. Halbar. I'm gonna go to my girlfriend here. So you do take attack of opportunity? He'd probably take two if he went right by the other one, too. Because it's a straight line, right? He's gotta go directly to that creature. He wouldn't avoid a creature. He's charmed. Yeah, so if you take damage from the first one, you won't be charmed anymore. So, So we'll see how that works out. We'll still be at advantage. That's a natural 20. Yep. 21 points of damage. You're still raging, technically. Yep. That's why I punched that person. Yep. So it's halved. And you are no longer... Am I no longer, or do I get a, another throw? Repeat the Hold saving on. throw. Repeat the saving throw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Okay, no. It's... At the end of my turn, I can get repeated every turn. Yeah, but if you take uh, damage from the source other than the harpy, you can repeat the saving throw. Mm-hmm. Mm. So... I can repeat it right now. Yep, right now. When you is it the damage. first? Is it that first person? Okay, got it. So DC eleven. There you there go. You are no longer charmed, but you are in darkness. Yep. How far did I go? 
you would have gone outside of her range, so you'd yeah, be right there. Right there, yep. And I started right here ish. Uh no, you would have started right next to Oh, her. that's right. She moved down. Okay. Yeah, you moved about ten feet of your movement. Oh, here. Fenswick's getting free rides everywhere. Where do you want to go, Fenthwick? You wanna go back over here? So you can line him up? Yeah, at this point it probably doesn't matter. So if you want to go beat up on somebody, that's that's good with me. I was trying to get you lined up if you had more of those other spells. I've been I've been punching some some pretty high level spells, so I'm I've only got like ten charges left in the staff, so which means I can do like one more really big spell with it. Just break it on the harpy. Stop <laughs> being a coward. <laughs> yeah, I know. I'm, I'm a total total dweeb. Won't smash the thing <laughs> over my knee. Come on, draw the cards <laughs> from the deck. What's the worst that could happen? That's my that's my turn. Core, it is your turn. Unfortunately, I don't okay. think you could see yeah, any harpy because yeah. there's magical darkness hovering. In a 15 feet diameter away from the cliff. But I do know they're out there, right? Yes, they're not hiding. You just can't see them. So Cor would use his movement to come over here to see if he could see anything. Yeah, you'd be able to see. Right over to this branch. Be able to see this one. one. Yeah, I don't think you'd be able to see this one. You said that's a sphere, right? Yeah. Okay, wicked. Thank you. All right, then I will go ahead and uh, frustrated. By all this nonsense, I'll go ahead and shoot at this one up here that I can see. Don't that's target good, myself. That's a good word for it, Core. Nonsense. This nonsense. That hits. No, you rolled an advantage. It doesn't count. Great damage. 23 for 10 damage. Nice. All right. So for 18 damage, you've let two arrows fly through. You've been, even at these long ranges, Core, you've been eagle-eyed shooting arrows at these harpies. Yeah, that's wild. I knew we brought this guy along for something. Switch my... <laughs> switch my focus on now range. Also, fighter. keep track of how... Uh, no, sorry, you uh, went unconscious and incapacitated. Your arms would have faded. Yeah, the they're not very useful right now anyway. <laughs> the UA version didn't have any wording about that, so, like, they just stayed up even when you went down. <laughs> it was crazy. Yeah, that's, that's nuts. Yeah, you'd yeah. be unconscious, but still doing push-ups with your astral arms. Yeah. Is that your turn, Core? Yep, that's my All turn. All right, Fenswick, you're up. Okay, let me check something real quick. I can't believe you didn't take a single hit there. Freaking shield. Incredible. <clears throat> shield and high AC makes people nigh unhittable. Yeah, yeah I'm getting, don't worry, I'm getting, like, trauma flashbacks to the when we <laughs> very first started this campaign, and Randy was like, can I multi-class into cleric? I'm like, sure, why not? <laughs> oh, you're wearing plate? Breast mail. No, yeah, breast we're, wearing a breastplate and carrying a shield. Plus the staff gives me plus two, so. Oh, it's that staff. Hey, it could be worse. I could be casting blur. All the attacks against me would be a disadvantage. Mm-hmm. I don't see why you shouldn't cast that. Well, right now, because I'm keeping one harpy at bay because she's banished. Well, the spell doesn't actually say that I need to see the point. So um, I will cast a fifth level fireball between the two harpies out here outside of the darkness. So these two or the you want to get the owl harpy as well? No, I. Yeah, I'm not sure where she is. I guess that's true. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. 
halfway between the the darkness and and the 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 middle one. The, the middle one, yeah. Okay. Because they'll both be within twenty feet of that. That's for the harpy, for the owl harpy. Of course, she fails. Oh my god! Look at the damage. Points. You hear this streak of pain emanating from the darkness. That's a but, high DC uh, for the shit for the darkness check. Yeah, that's a twenty one. Let's see. No, the darkness fades. Tastes like chicken. You see her now, burnt and singed, extremely bloodied form, hovering there, screeching out in pain. You have her set to invisible. Because I can't see the token, and I reloaded. Can yeah. everyone else see the token? No, no I can I see the token. I set her as invisible when she was when she was in the darkness. Ah, very cool. All right, Fenswick. Anything else? Uh, no, that's my turn. All right, Belladin. Uh, with a bonus action, I uh, I move Moonbeam to right underneath her. And is it on her turn? No, it's at the it's at the start of her turn, or the first time she enters it one or the other, so she, she she's going to have to make a save right now. I'm not going to bother. Beladin, how do you want to do this? Yeah, so how do you want to kill her? So I gotta, she's, I gotta stop saying that. She, uh, she's like already burning and like uh, unable to really concentrate anymore and the, the darkness just fades and as the darkness is fading, Fenthwick and Hal like see this like ethereal pale light just come up from underneath her instead of from above, which is how you usually see this spell uh, descend on people. And it like comes up, and as it's coming up her body, it's just like uh, like almost disintegrating her in the pale light, and she's just withering away as it comes up her entire body. And by the time it completely engrosses her, she's she's down to nothing. Yeah, it's just completely incinerated. Oh, my boy is too far away for me to heal because it's just a bonus action to move it, but I could have used my action to cure. So I'll just get I'll just get closer to uh, to core so I can maybe get him on the next round. Okay, throw a javelin. <laughs> That's so fucking funny. You better throw a javelin. <laughs> throw it or drop him right now. All this talk of not not getting rid of your javelins. I think it's out of range. It's 80 feet, right, for Javelin? Yeah, but he's got movement. He's got 40 feet he can move. <laughs> 80 feet for disadvantage, I think. I mean, if you'll let me throw it, I'll move up and throw it. I'll have to... I'm going to circle away from the moonbeam, so... Yep. So he doesn't hit it, but I can go diagonally, so I don't get Fenthwick. Yeah. Fenthwick in it? Yeah. And the Javelin is... 20... 20 is the... 3120. I throw that sucker 120 like the Olympics. 3120? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think you've thrown one 120 before on the river when you guys were fighting the invisible stalkers. Didn't he hit him too? Yeah. Yeah, that was wild. Because you're like, it's disadvantage anyway, so why not? <laughs> yeah, make your attack at disadvantage. Oh, That was on the 20. Unfortunately, the your javelin goes wide and clatters along the cliff face and falls down into the river below. So you are down one javelin now. Alright, I'm glad I moved because I'm looking at the lines of this map and him throwing it up there and missing and then it falling down was exactly where I was standing. <laughs> I'm not joking here. That was where I was standing. 
I'm not that cruel tonight. An unnatural one misses oh. this time. This time, your your mark is just a little bit off, and it hits almost the same spot that Hal's javelin did. Emmett, Hal hit it, not me. And I will take my second one. Of course, Hal can't understand anything I'm saying in Sylvan. And, like, you're near the rushing water, so it's like <laughs> you guys probably can't hear each other yellow, from where you are. Yeah, yeah. 24 hits. Work, 12 damage. 12 damage. Still up. I will end my turn. Fentwick, you're up. Okay, um, I will conjure a ball of acid in my hand and throw a chromatic orb at the uh, nice. remaining harpy that we can see there. Oh. How do you want to kill her? Shear the head off. Let's yep, go. The ball of acid just mm-hmm. completely envelops right where this harpy's head is, and as it hits the the cliff face against it, and the, you hear the hits of the stone, you see the headless body of the harpy for a moment before it falls lifeless. Belladin is gonna... Cord, this is this is the first time you'll see this happen, too. Belladin, like, just sets the staff uh, straight up on the rock, and then lets go, actually, and it just stands there on its we're not, we're not We're not actually out of combat. Oh, we're not? There's more? There's one that's been banished, and as soon as the spell ends, she comes uh, back. That's true. Yeah, I was like, are you going to tell oh, us how many, only have a little bit? <laughs> how many rounds do you guys have? We got like five more rounds before she comes back. Yeah, it's a while. Well, unless you drop concentration and then she comes back immediately. Yeah. Okay. So. I, I got a maximum of, of one minute on the spell, so I think it's only been like five rounds since I cast it. I'll be so, Bill will be like, where do you want me to put the moonbeam? I'm going to say, though, that we're out of kind of initiative combat right now. You guys have whatever time left you have on the spell, Fentoy. 30 seconds. Before we uh, reinitiate combat. Yeah. So it's one minute, right? So there'd be 30 seconds left? Yep. Yep. So if you guys uh, want to get your butts back up here. So no. we'll kind of we'll kind of go in like combat time. Like you guys will take your turns, but we're out of initiative right now. Okay. Uh, Belladin is going to heal Core and keep Moonbeam going and work with Fentwick to figure out exactly where that Harpy was when it was banished so it could show back up inside the Moonbeam. I I, I do not remember exactly where she was. Oh, I feel like that's that's a roll. You guys are up there. I, I think I was unconscious when you banished them, so I wouldn't know. Yeah, you can give me a uh, history check, Fentwick. I'm not. Uh, I'm not gonna let Moonbeam drop because it really is the only thing that I can get that even reaches up there. Yeah, you're not really sure, Fentwick. Okay, so Belladin, what are you doing on your turn? This is your turn. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna heal Core. I'm gonna walk over to Core and cast uh, Cure Wounds at a uh, second level. Okay, so we're back at the top of the round now. So you can move your token next to Core. Halbar, you're up. I'm gonna move down, uh, avoiding the Moonbeam. Okay. 80 feet. All right. Taking Fentwick with that's you. Good healing. So I'm going here. So whatever that is. Yep. You're just going down, floating de- along the cliff, right? So don't yep. worry about it. Just. Well, it matters because I got to get to this before five rounds. Get to what? The bottom? Yeah. So you're, you're that far from the bottom. 80 feet. Hey, yeah, you'll get there in another round if you're dashing. Are you going to go grab your javelin so you can throw it again? No. I'm going to... Javelin's gone. 
So these are, there are like little lips and ledges along this cliff face, as you can see. You could, you know, it's not just sheer, right? But I, I mean, I'm still going to move down there. Okay. Belladin yells up and says, I'm not changing back into an eagle until we've mm. cleared them. Because uh, after that, I have nothing. I can't do it again. So I'm going to save it until we've cleared it. How about if that's the end of your turn, your rage drops? Mm-hmm. Are they not dead? There's one banished. Core. Well, Jason knows that. I don't know if Core knows that. Core was definitely unconscious falling when you got banished, too. Yeah, um, I think Core is asking that. <laughs> I don't Core, know. it's your turn. I don't know if they're all dead or not. I, I don't see one. I wouldn't know either. I do see that there's one. I do see that there's one in the water right here that's technically near death. So I kind of want to shoot at that. But yeah. I'm going to let it go. <laughs> just walk over and stomp. Corey's messed up. He's just attacking dead bodies. Um, what do you want to do, Cor? Yeah, I'm, I'm just hanging out, Cor. Cor will sit down on the stump. All right. Fence, uh, I think it was the harpies go then, Fenswick. So the harpies float down the river. Uh, Fenswick, you're up. Uh, as long as we're got a moment, um, I will. Uh, see. What do I got here? I will cast Cure Wounds on Hal and bring him back up a bit. Okay. Not by much, but. Back to Belladin. So you're feeling good? Do you need another one? Oh yeah, I'm. I'm doing. I'm doing fine. I can't do percentages like that because I'm stupid, but. Okay. I, I Bellin like looks up. Uh, I don't see one, but they still. I don't know. I can't really see the expressions on their faces anyway. They're they're still pretty high up there. Uh, I'm, but I'm definitely yelling. There's still one. There is still one. You see, oh. like fans with, like waving their his arms, like. Give me a okay. perception Cor- check, Belladin. Course, just lying down on the stump. Belladin is gonna say though, don't lie down. Like, give me, yeah. So give me that perception check. I would not let him lie down. Yeah, you barely hear fence. Like, there's one more. There's yeah. one more. So I like go to move back to the rock, and I and I like kind of nudge him with my foot. Like, get up. There's still one left. And uh, and I just kind of say to myself, I'm glad I didn't drop moonbeam. And I kind of just bring it back down. Like, hmm. you know what? I would just leave it there. Because that was around where combat was. So maybe it was around there. So Bellin is just going to leave it and move. And that will be his turn. Uh, takes the uh, dodge action. Back to the top of the round. Talbar. I'll move down towards the rock. Not quite there yet. That's your turn? Yep. Core. Um, Core will squint really hard into the sky and ready a single arrow. All right, holding an action. Belladin, or Fenswick, sorry. Unfortunately, it's like a spell, so if you don't shoot that arrow, you lose it. I'm sorry. Yeah, it just oh, disintegrates. No. Yeah, I'm sorry, man. <laughs> it's true. If you don't use it, you lose it. Um, Fenswick, you're up. Um, I'm good. Belladin? So Fenswick, oh. just keep track of how many rounds until it pops back up. Like three more rounds. Yep. Uh, Belladin grabs the staff that has been standing on its own in the moss and uh, casts Cure Wounds at first level on his cousin, another tribe. Mm. 
All right. So you guys say you have uh, three more actions, three more. Uh, like, what, do you guys do anything in between then and now? I'm going to move on to the rock and put Fenthwick down and then take out my bow and ready an arrow. Nice. Okay. Anyone else? I'm I'm just holding Moonbeam and just waiting for it to appear. Okay. I don't think I can yeah. hold a moving Moonbeam, but... No, it's a bonus action. You can't hold the bonus action. I'm just going to hold a Firebolt. So we'll say you are all holding your attacks until it reappears. Like, ready? You ready? Here she comes! And after a few rounds, she reappears. Let's everyone roll initiative again, and I'll move you back to where... Pretty much in the same spot. Yep. Uh, Al Harpy got a negative 0.5. That's amazing. But yes, we are all pretty much in the same spot, so that's ridiculous. Uh, I think I actually ruled. I think Hal... Uh, Hal but... goes first, but yeah. Yeah, Hal was <laughs> not a natural 20, but yeah, otherwise. All right. So you're, all of your held reactions go off if they're within, and if you're attacked within range of where she appears, you can make your attack. The world is within range. Yeah, she's too far for me. Eleven misses, Halbar. A twenty hit score <laughs> for thirteen damage. The funny thing is, is doesn't the spell end at the end of Fenthwick's turn? So I will get my turn. Uh, yes. Yeah, so I'd be able to move. Oh, this the this is just the this is just the reactions. I understand. Go I understand. Off. Yeah. I understand. So it is. Uh, let me begin combat and go to you, Beladin. You know what's going to happen. Yep. That's a con save. Let me roll the damage. I think it's just two d ten, if I remember correctly. I believe so. Time. Yeah, that's what you rolled the first time. That's a fail. Come on, numbers. Thirteen points of radiant damage. Uh, and I take the dodge action like a coward. <laughs> Owl Harpy's turn when she starts her turn there, right? Yeah, but I think because she got it round, she doesn't do it again. I think it's because I moved it onto her space. Golly, she can't she dash that far? Oh, Good she's for her. dandruff on us. Good for her. And uh, she's about 20 feet up in the air. Nice. That's her turn, though. I would like to rage. I would like to drop my bow and take out my hammer and fly up to her and attack recklessly. Let me pop open my sheet so I can shoot. Uh, hammer. Hammer time. 18. 18 hits. For 10. 10 points of damage. And I'm going to knock her five feet more towards the water using Crusher. She's now 15 feet. Nice. So you are about five feet above her. When did when did Hal become um, monk of the open hand? Oh, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Second attack. Twenty three for third turn, and then I'm gonna go like right above her, like a top of her. Okay. But uh, that's my turn. So yeah, you are right on top of her. Yeah. Core. She's oh, hovering is... 15 feet above the water in front of you. She's very not, dumb. Not in front of you, but... Very dumb. Considering that I just got hit with this nothing earlier. But Cora is going to run right underneath her and uh, spend a key point to re 
activate his astral arm. Astral foot four. Cool. Once again, and you see the... these stormy, shadowy arms appear above Core's shoulders as he takes a stance. And I don't know. I mean, actually, I guess I should have asked you this first, but technically, those arms have reach. Yeah. If I'm standing beneath her, can I still punch her from here with 10 feet from my shoulders? So she's 15 feet in the air right now. Yep. Yeah. So she's in that five foot square, 10 feet. Yeah. Yep. Yep. You have, you. she's within your reach of your arm. Poor, 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 may I ask a question though? Yes, sir. At what point during this amazing display of astral armness did you drop your bow? I gently laid my bow down on the. He doesn't have to. Where I left. Oh, he doesn't have to. He can like hold it in one hand. I and do have punch four arms. I, I guess I have four arms. I have. Oh, astral right. Because you're I'm punching with the astral arm. So I also need you to make an oh. acrobatics check as you move across the stone. I haven't been doing that because there hasn't really been combat down here. But Ooh. Oh, I, I, I ran across the water. But I mean, I guess. If, oh, I okay. You ran across the water. That's fine. Okay. Good to know. Oh yeah, you guys can stay in the water. That's true. Yep, you're good. This actually, this does less damage. That's so cool. You could technically way. hold weapons in your hands and then punch with the yep. with the astral. That's cool. Correct. So you can... I can actually hit with this though. Probably not. Uh, Thirteen misses. <laughs> All right, I should have stuck with the bow. Twenty hits. Twenty hits. All right, and then I will spend another key points to flurry. Why? I should have stuck with the bow. <laughs> Hey, All right, there we go. <laughs> All right, and that is my turn now that I'm staying directly underneath her. <laughs> Fence wake you up. I'm going to hop down onto the water, get a better angle on her. Give me an acrobatics check because you move across the stone. Acrobatics. The slippery moss-covered stone. A 14 is just enough. So I slide my way across the stone onto the water. Mm-hmm. Uh, then I will conjure up a uh, ball of frost in my hands okay, and throw a chromatic orb at her. All right. Ah, and it will go wild. Yeah. Unfortunately, <laughs> you're in trying to actually be careful not to hit your friends who's both above and directly below her. Your shot goes wide and the chromatic, the, the ball of ice smashes against the cliff rock. It's all right, new character, okay. who this? It's Bell, you're up. Targeting? Light. Okay. That's a failure. Oh, you, you watch as the uh, the thickening air siphons towards her in between my two companions, and you just watch as moisture and life is sapped away from her. And with my bonus action, I will move the uh, moonbeam. All right, she's going to... Fly around you, Hal, directly above you. Gets attack. You get an attack of opportunity, Corey. All right. Let's see if I can actually hit somebody. You hit her a couple times, and this hits. time, can I cut stunning strike? <laughs> you can certainly yeah, try. Look at that. All right. That is a wow. Where the heck is my features? See, that's why I just buried real deep on my features, which is why I forget about it. It's a con save against you. What's your DC? That's a good question. Sending strike DC 16. Not bad. That's actually not bad. Oh! 
she fails. She is stunned. She does not move. Thank God. We were so fucking dead. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about? You guys were so dead. There's one left and you guys aren't really that hurt. I would literally fall in the water and just float my ass away. Because I can't solid. choose. I can't choose. It's the, the spell is you can choose or you have the ability to, but I'm incapacitated. I don't have the ability to do yeah, shit. Yeah, you don't have the ability to choose, so do you just float? Because you guys, you don't, you, when you submerge and hit the water, you awoke, so you were no longer unconscious. Oh, the damage so you got can, us out of it. Yeah. Well, I so mean, she is stunned. Amazing. That is her turn. Halbar. I'm going to smack her one more time with uh, my hammer. Hopefully more than one. Oh, Jesus. You're in your 20s. 18. 18. She's still up as you swing your hammer and you feel bones break. Uh, I'm going to move her down by more feet. Okay. With uh, with the crusher. Okay, kind of close. <laughs> yeah, so she's now uh, five feet from you. But she's stunned. You're fine. 27 for 16. How bar? Let's go. How do you want to kill this owl harpy? I want to slam her with over the head like a like a whack a mole. Boom! Taking move down, little wings on the boots of flying or flying. I'm like, I gotta get me some of these. As I move down further and I slap smack her into the hole, and uh, her foot gets caught in the rapids, and then she gets sucked under, and down the river she goes. And her bloodied, broken corpse. Cor glances over to Belladine to celebrate. His stunning strike looks back up and just sees. Yep. Harpy you barely get out of the way <laughs> as the broken body of the harpies all float down. Damn, I think that's a deck save. Sorry, Jay. You're going to have to see if you fall underneath that body and get taken away with it. Sorry, man. I don't make Float the rules. off the river. 